This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. A big red zone threat down here with his size and ability to come up with a big play. Jones takes it and no signal yet. The two officials look at each other, still haven't seen. Now touchdown. Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe G. Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth on a football Friday. And how about that? That game was actually entertaining. We're two for two on Thursday night. Giants-Washington football team was a heck of a game. We'll break that down here, talk about it. We'll get to every game here in week two. College football picks later on. Josh Norris uh, will talk to us about everything fantasy and NFL coming up at 1020. But Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, Joe Judge embarrassing himself? I... I was entertained, Joe O. I, was, I, I thought that was a fun football game last night. Okay, I think that's better. Entertain, fun, yeah. heck of a game. That was horrendous <laughs> on every level. I mean, the, the way it ended, of course it ends on an offsides call. Here, five yards closer. Keep going for more field goals, Joe Judge. What happens in the end? You end up losing. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but that was fun. On the first drive for the Giants, the rushing prop goes over, the touchdown goes in, and I'm thinking we're set up in a great spot. Logan Thomas. Come on, man. I know. Like, he was stuck. There were – guys, did you notice a lot of these props that we were talking about, how close they were? Yes. Now, there were ones like Jones flew over. He led the game in rushing. But the Logan Thomas was short by a yard or two. Uh, Gibson, how about that? Aaron, he rushes for 69. Wasn't the prop 70 and a half? Yeah, I did not hit any of my 20 million Antonio Gibson props, by the way. I was so mad. So mad. Everything else flew over except my props last night. But that game was ugly. It was entertaining, but... Joe G, that was as like NFC East as you can yes. get. We always talk about it. I covered that team. I was pretty much at every single home game for five years. And even the staff and players would talk about how they thought that team was cursed and needed to change the name. <laughs> and last night, the yeah. way that game ended, I thought, hey, the curse has been lifted because they changed the name. Washington never got those kind of bounces their way. I mean... I think Ron Rivera said after the game, it's not how you win, you know, like they, they got it done though. It was ugly. And Mm. dare I say this Washington defense might be overrated. We've been saying it too soon. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's the Homer in me coming out. I was in denial, but I'm like, man, you cannot give up almost 30 points to the giants. That's terrible. 
Aaron, we, we looked back last year at the quarterbacks they beat, and they stunk. Right? The quarterbacks that finished the game, because there were a couple of games where a quarterback got hurt or pulled or whatever, but the quarterbacks that were on the field to finish a game against Washington last year, they were bad quarterbacks outside of Ben. They were all bad <laughs> quarterbacks. So I think it kind of inflated what we thought of them. And so far this year, Herbert, obviously good. Jones isn't really that good, but he can move a little bit and do some things. So last night, Washington wins the game 30-29. It ends on a – I mean, just a wild way to end that game with the offsides. Obviously, the Giants covered plus three and a half. The yeah. game flew over, flew over the 40 and a half, which that was flew a low over. number. Yeah, that was a low number. But, I mean, really, there's a couple stories here. We'll get to Joe Judge in a second. But how about Terry McLaurin? You know, we were wondering yesterday if McLaurin would have the same kind of rapport with, uh, you know, with Heineke that he might have had with Fitzpatrick. Well, Terry McLaurin last night, he, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, we just wanted that to go in. You know, we know how hard Hop works, and, um, you know, we got the penalty, so it gave us another chance, and he sunk it. And, um, you know, the other things don't matter because uh, he hit it when we needed it most. So um, it just felt good to get a win against these guys. It's been a long time. I know I haven't been a part of a win against these guys since I've been here. So um, that was a great team win, and to come out like that in front of this great crowd, um, they gave us so much energy tonight. So, you know, tonight was really fun. So his uh, receiving total, his prop was 67 and a half. He flew over 11 catches, 107 yards, and a score. Joe, McLaurin was the biggest offensive figure of the game. Really, outside of Daniel Jones' rushing, it was it was McLaurin. Wherever they wanted, they basically got a completion of Terry McLaurin until that interception late when they, you know, Bradbury took it away. But really, McLaurin was unstoppable most of the night. Well, I'm sure in D.C. they're having that uh, Taylor Heineke conversation. We were wondering yesterday around this time, okay, is it going to be the Heineke that we saw that impressed everyone against Tampa Bay, one of the top defenses last season en route to their championship, or is it going to be more of the sample size that we've seen throughout his career? Well, bottom line is Washington won, and they needed every bit of 30 points, and he got them there against what is viewed as a pretty good defense. We'll see how it plays out this season. But I I will credit uh, the offensive play calling for Washington because a play action, they use that to a great degree. 166 play action passing yards. That's the most we've seen uh, from that team in the last five years. And that's what you have to do now. We understand this. And (laughs) this was an amazing nugget that I saw. Uh, The first quarterback since at least 1978 with the go-ahead passing touchdown, an interception, and a game-winning drive all within the last five minutes of the game on three separate drives. That's wow. that's hard to accomplish. That's hard to accomplish. So I'm, I, I, it wouldn't shock me if a lot of people in the D.C. area are saying, you know what? Either there isn't a difference between the two quarterbacks or maybe we should give more time to Heineke. Let's see what he has mm-hmm. as long as he continues to play well. And uh, maybe we have something, uh, a cheap quarterback that we can do something with over the next couple of years. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I was thinking, is he an upgrade over Fitzpatrick? And certainly Taylor very familiar with Scott Turner's system. They trust him. He, um, They were talking about it on 106.7 The Fan this morning. I guess some of the post-game sound. Uh, Taylor saw some weaknesses in the Giants' defense, and Ron Rivera just trusted him to do his own thing at times. So there's certainly a lot of trust there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, even if Fitzpatrick was healthy, if Taylor Heineke gets more action. I wouldn't either. And, I mean, look, a lot of this – on how he's playing when Fitz is ready to come back, right? He's got a little runway here. It's a six to eight weeks, it seems like, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So he could play bad next week. He's still going to be the quarterback for a little while here. If he's playing well and they're winning, though, when Fitz is ready to come back, I mean, this has a quarterback controversy written all over it. The, the funny part is they're similar. They're kind of similar quarterbacks that you don't really know what you're going to get, but they make some plays. And last night, Heineke found a way. The other side, though, I, I think the story, like Washington got that game. They got themselves a win. They eked it out. They're one and one. I think the story is on the other side. The Giants are a disaster. They're 0-2. They just took – I mean, is Daniel Jones going to play many better games than that? I don't think he's going to. But Daniel Jones actually played pretty well. Did he miss Slayton a little bit? But I thought Slayton probably should have caught that ball late. I mean, they're 0-2. You know this is the eighth time since 2013 the Giants start 0-2? Yep. I mean, they're terrible. Like, they are a bad franchise now. They were a good one for a little while, one, two Super Bowls. They're a bad franchise. Updated NFC East – Odds on FanDuel. Cowboys plus 125. Washington football team plus 260. Eagles plus 320. The Giants are down to plus 750. Joe, are the Giants cooked? Um, I mean, we're going to be a little positive. Like the re- final result is going to shape what we discussed sure. today. So we can be negative on the Giants because they end up losing by a point. And I think there are a few specific things that we can be. But let me also say I'm, I'm out on both teams. I think they both suck. You know, I mean, they're not going to. Okay, somebody's going to win this East by default. Yeah. But I have no trust in either of these teams. And maybe it's the team uh, that that you're by, Joe G. We'll, we'll find out. And let's see what the Cowboys do with all the injuries that they're dealing with. Are the Giants cooked? Um, they were cooked before the season started. Like, and their big acquisition is Galladay. What's he doing? Thirty some yards screaming, last night. Scre- he's, and he's screaming at uh, Daniel Jones on the sideline. They're yelling back. And like, can we talk about Joe Judge here? And we'll play a, a little bit. Of sound I, yeah, I second. want to. Yes, go yeah. ahead. So Joe, Joe Judge comes in, Mr. Tough Guy, right? And, and he, it's like he coached, he, he's from like 20 minutes from where I sit right now. He's from my area. Like he is this football guy and he's Nick Saban and, and Bill Belichick and he gets his own team. It's all about discipline. His discipline team is a discipline. They lost last night because a defensive lineman jumped on a field goal. Like, after the game, and we'll play it in a second, Joe Judge said that wasn't why they lost. I mean, that was the game. Like, they had Washington beat. They're not a disciplined team. How about the play before where they had to burn a timeout because they couldn't get the players off the field? Like, not only I don't know if he's good X's and O's, but, like, his team's not disciplined. Like, you can't win like that. Yeah. This this might sound it- back backwards. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, this might sound backwards, but I, I was kind of thinking during the game that maybe it's a bit of a curse to have a terrific kicker in Gano, who's hitting everything five for five last night. You can't put the game on him. He did his job because when you're in that spot, like, okay, I know we can get three right now. When we know in this day and age, you need to be the aggressive team and they end up losing by a point. 
They're at the Washington five, yeah. fourth and two, and they're kicking a field goal. Many of those scenarios, when they took the three points, it was fourth and short, fourth and three, fourth and four in that 30, 35 range. Like, I, his decision making has been horrendous. And he had all this high praise because he came from the New England area. And that's the only reason, because he's proved nothing. I was just going to say, I, I think Daniel Jones uh, had it. But I'm watching that game thinking, like, this dude just looks like a solid backup quarterback to me. And I remember when Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones were both drafted, and there was a time here in Washington we thought, gosh, maybe the Giants got this right. No, this guy does not look very good. Neither of those dudes panned out. And really, what is the Giants' identity? Because they're not using Saquon. They're not going to be a run team. They're average on defense, average receivers. Their offensive line isn't very good. Their passing game isn't very good. Yeah. I mean, they have no upside here. Well, I, I will take I will take a team uh, firing a shot, and let's, let's see if we can land the quarterback because nobody knows how to evaluate these quarterbacks um, precisely, because it's still so tough. There's so many variables involved. At least you took a chance. But after a couple of years, they still had no idea if he's any good. I think the rest of the free world knew. The problem is when you go to the draft before Daniel Jones and you take that running back with the second overall pick. Like, e even if they tried to build around Saquon or build an offense through Saquon, it's not going to work. You're not going to win any games. What are you going to peek out at? Everything goes perfectly one year and you barely make the playoffs. You're never going to win anything. Yeah, let's hear from the head coach. Here's Joe Judge after the game last night. Team did a good job down the stretch. Obviously, more than we did to win the game. Um, look, I saw a lot of improvement from our team in the last four days getting ready for this game. I'm proud of the way they responded off the last game. But there's a lot of things to build on going forward. But obviously, in a game like this, you can see in the margin of error with the score, it's a tight game. You know, there's a lot of little things that add up over time. We got to keep cleaning some things up as a team, keep moving forward, keep building on the positives, eliminate the negatives, and put us on course, be where we're going to be as a team. Joe Judge sounds like a high school coach. I mean, let's just, I mean, he has, has his players running laps in practice during the summer. He sounds yeah. and acts like a high school coach. And it seems, plays like one. And Joe, you're right last night. They, if they were more aggressive, they would have won that game. They had yep. Washington on the ropes. That pick by Bradbury. That should have been the game. Like you, you have an interception that deep in your own territory, that late yeah. in the game, in a, in a low score, you know, in a tight game, it's over. That should be curtains, and they just gave it right back. Like, nah, we don't really want to finish it yet. Another underdog covers thirteen yep. and four this year. Thirteen and four, man. I and the funny thing is, what? Well, this has been. A ch I think the three of us would agree that it's a challenging week. It seems to be for picks, yeah. and maybe you want to fade some of the overreaction, yeah. and that's fine. We'll break down all these games uh, today. But what I find fascinating is that there are so many games. Just after last week, we're all dogs, right? Dogs pulling off upsets. They're right back at it. We've got all these favorites lined up as the most popular picks. It feels like half the games are getting at least 80% or 90% of the bets on one side. So um, you're either going to win with the Joes or win with the, win with the pros and the books. Uh, curious to see if this is going to be another big week for the books. Yeah, How about Survivor? Is. If you took Washington, Paul did. Oh, Aspen. Texas thought, last oh night. Oh my God! Paul, I thought he was, was sweating his survivor pick. I know. I thought he Paul was Aspen joking until I, I checked mean, the I brought it up. 
I was kind of saying how some people were, you know, throwing it around. I heard taking Washington and then, but you are in great position because now you've mm -hmm. saved all of those elite teams. Yeah. This is amazing. Paul, here he do? is. <laughs> but yeah. took a flyer. I was like, this is the only time you're going to use Washington. Joe, what are, what are there? 500 something people left in your pool. So yeah. Took a yeah, risk and, on the one, and there was it, it worked six, out. But Joe, I think this, that's is, awesome. this is good vibes. Survive the guillotine, survive survivor. There you go. There you go. Paul good job, Paul. All right, he made it through. All right, we got to start breaking down all these games for week two in the NFL. That's coming up next. We will line them up. We're just getting started here. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network.